Welcome to the Mindset, Money and Manifestations podcast. My name is Jennifer Grace. I am your host and I am so happy to deliver to you a weekly dose of mindset tools, inspiration, interviews, success stories and anything else the universe guides me to share. This podcast is designed to inspire and uplift you, to help you to remove the limiting beliefs that are in your way and to help you to consciously create a life and business of your dreams. Get ready to bring unlimited amounts of freedom, joy and abundance into your experience and it's my honor and passion to help you to do that. So let's get started. Hey friends, we are back. So are you ready to overcome that self-sabotaging pattern and belief and everything that's been holding you back for, I don't know, a lifetime? So if you have not listened to episode five, then before you listen to this one, you need to go back, listen to episode five, really understand the concept of self-sabotage. I explain and break down in that episode why we self-sabotage, what it actually is, what it means, what's going on in our brains and why it happens. And then I get you to do some homework at the end where you can really start to understand what it is that's happening for you and how it shows up in your life and what the triggers are. So if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't listened to episode five, you need to do that first and do the homework and then come back to this one because it's going to build on that. Everyone who did listen to episode five, well done. What did it bring up for you? If you haven't shared with me already on social media or sent me an email or anything, then I would love to hear from you. It would be um, really great to see what your aha moments were, what was eye-opening for you. And if you didn't do the homework, at least I hope that you have a clear picture in your mind as to the times in which you have self-sabotaged and what the triggers were. Now we're going to go into the next part of it, which is the how the hell do we get rid of it part of it. And this is the fun bit, right? And when I say it's the fun bit, you probably think it's going to be the fun part, but it's going to require you to really get close to yourself and to do some real personal development work here. So I'm going to set that challenge for you immediately. It's not going to be necessarily easy, but it's going to get you to everywhere you've ever wanted to be that you're stopping yourself from being at. If you feel like you need some extra help with this, you know I'm here. You know, like what I do with my clients is we work one-on-one to help them to get through and get over anything that's holding them back. So when they're working towards the direction of their dreams and something is showing up, some sort of self-sabotage is showing up, or limiting beliefs, or they just don't know what to do and how to get started, or they think their mindset's in that that place where they, they can't do it, or they want to manifest loads of stuff and they don't know how to, and all of that kind of stuff. I work with a lot with women who are in business and starting businesses, because when you begin your business, this kind of stuff is amplified, right? And um, it, it all kind of comes flying to the surface. So you know, most coaches have coaches because we're going through this stuff and we believe in the process. Anyway, if you want to work with me or find out how you can work with me, then the links are in the show notes. I'm going to put a link in here as well that you can apply for a free call with me directly. And those free calls are for people who are considering working with me on a one-to-one basis and they want to know more about it. So 
Um, by all means, you know, if you feel like that is you, then fill out the application and you will receive an email back from me to say, or from my team to say, um, if you are in with me for a free call or not. So you've got nothing to lose there. Just go for that. Okay. Are you ready? Should we get down to it? Self-sabotage be gone. Okay. So we've looked at the programming that has led us to um, a trigger point which has then led us to some sort of break in the action that we're doing which has then led us into complete self-sabotage and stopping altogether right so you should have some examples for yourself now of times when you have wanted to do something started to do something and then spectacularly not done the thing you wanted to do <laughs> okay what we need to look at now is why was the ego, remember we talked a lot about the ego in the last episode, why was the ego ever in fear to begin with? Remember that the ego is the part of our brain that is really conditioned to keep us safe and if it senses panic and it senses fear it will find a way for us to get away from it and to be safe again. So it's a really wonderful part of our brain. And like I use the example of, you know, our ancestors were running away from tigers and perceiving threats and perceiving danger. And the ego became really developed in our brains at that time because we needed to have that perception of threat. And it was a, a literal life or death situation. And now, um, you know, first world problems and all of that, like how, how good do we have it now? Like we are not running away from tigers, but we're talking about our ego not wanting us to lose weight or not wanting us to start our dream business, you know, not a life or death situation at all, but things that are really, really relevant to us. So the ego is doing these things. It's keeping us safe because it's in fear and it's in fear and it's in panic mode because it's sensing a threat. It's sensing a perceived danger that there is something that's happening to us in our lives that we are not in control of and that it's going to hurt us because it's so new, it's so unfamiliar, and therefore it's dangerous. That is what the, the ego senses, and therefore it will ramp up the thoughts of, I can't do this, where's the bar of chocolate, I'm not meant to do this, nobody wants to work with me, I'll never find love, all of, all of those crazy thoughts. It ramps those up to, to get us into the place of, stop trying to do something new, stop trying to do something different, just relax, go back to your normal comfort zone, everything's fine there, you're safe there everyone can relax. That's what it's trying to get us to do. So you've identified where you want things to change and where your triggers are. So we need to look at the programming that has led the ego to be in fear. And I hope I'm not going to blow your mind too much with this, but for sure, listen to this a couple of times or write this down if you can. So when we are sabotaging ourselves, when our ego is sabotaging us, it's to keep ourselves safe from something. It's to keep ourselves safe from a perceived threat. If your ego is doing that, if your ego is in self-sabotage, it's because that there is a belief that is running the show in your mind that makes the thing that you are trying to do appear scary. So it's not something that you can never get away from. This is where you start to recognize again that you are actually in control of this because your beliefs are in your brain and a belief, let me break it down for you, like Abraham say, it's just a thought that you keep thinking. It's something that you've thought over and over and over again. 
you've manifested evidence to say, see, that's true. Your ego has latched onto it. It's become the truth for you. So there is something that has become true for you. That's a belief that's running the show that your ego thinks, well, that is going to happen unless I step in and make it safe again. Okay. I'm going to give you some examples. All your ego is doing is protecting you from the belief that you hold coming true. So congratulations, you've just won your power back over this. Your ego is protecting you from the that belief coming true and that belief is a belief that you hold and the belief is a belief that you can change. So then, million dollar question, well, what is the belief? And when we are, I'm going to show you how to, to identify this. And when we are looking at the beliefs that are running the show, we also need to ask ourselves, what do I need that is not being met here? So I'm going to use the example of somebody who is trying to lose weight because we used that example on the last episode and it's pretty universal. Most people can kind of relate to it. So we've got this beautiful girl. She's trying to lose weight. She knows what she wants to look like. She knows how she wants to feel. She doesn't feel good in her body right now. She's watching Netflix, eating chocolate, having takeaways, feeling bad about herself. And that's like her comfort food. That's her comfort time. And then she goes on a diet. She she adopts a vegan way of life. I think I used on the last episode as an example. And then she something comes up and she's distracted from it and then she starts feeling bad about herself like I'll never do this and then she just gets exhausted by her own brain and says forget it I'm giving up let's order a takeaway okay self-sabotage so in this example let's look a little bit further into this particular girl's or woman's psyche what she's thinking about what the beliefs are so It might be that she is so used to seeing herself as overweight, unattractive, uncomfortable, can't do anything, can't achieve anything, useless, however, you know, whatever self-deprecating thoughts she's got going on. And she's so used to thinking of herself that way that this has become her reality. This has become her belief. Um, she when she closes her eyes and she she thinks of how other people see her she sees the fat girl she sees somebody who's not good enough she remembers you know someone from school 20 years ago 30 years ago in the playground saying that she was fat she's she's got all this shame she's got all this fear she she deep down is petrified that she'll never be the way she wants to be and she's berating herself for it so this is all going on in the back of her mind can you relate to this? Like there's a, I know there's a lot of people who, who I've spoken to who have this experience. And if it, if you are one of them, then honey, you are not alone. There are so, so many of us who've had this experience in particular. So this girl is, she's going through life. This is how she feels. She doesn't think about it too much, but these are her worst fears. And she just kind of numbs herself a little bit with watching TV drinking a glass of wine, ordering a takeaway, eating too much chocolate. And this is what her normal day looks like. And then she decides that she's going to do something different. She's sick of the way that she looks and the way that she feels. She knows that she wants to do something better. 
she knows like she just wants to get a grip of this so she decides to go on this diet she decides to become a vegan or keto or you know fasting or juicing or whatever like the action is really irrelevant she decides to take some action and all of a sudden what has she done she's removed her comfort so when she starts to think of herself as somebody who's not good enough somebody who is never going to lose the weight somebody who is overweight unattractive uncomfortable etc what she would normally do she can't do anymore she would normally sit on the couch she'd put netflix on she'd zone out she'd eat her feelings away she'd eat a takeaway she'd eat comfort food she'd go for salt sugar fat what you know what those carbohydrates those type of this isn't a diet food type show or anything like that but those kinds of things that make you feel good in the moment she would normally do that and that would keep her from having to really think about how much she was not happy with herself but she's gone on a diet so she doesn't have that pleasure anymore so all of a sudden this thought comes up I'm overweight I'm unattractive I'm uncomfortable I don't think I'll ever do it and then what happens she's got nowhere to turn she's taken that crux away okay so she's trying to change her reality that change of reality is a threat to the ego and instead of having something that she can fall back on she's now completely exposed because she's just alone with her thoughts and her feelings and it's too much and the brain recognizes that when she feels like this and she gets panicky and she gets scared the way to soothe her is to give her food make sense this is why she self-sabotages so another reason for somebody again let's use the, the the weight analogy is that the weight gain some the weight that somebody has gained that they are trying to lose it's actually masking something for them that eating is somebody's way of compensating and cheering themselves up when they're not happy about anything in their life when you remove the food you remove the solution to the problem and if you don't have a solution to the problem you're just left with a problem and a big problem is a threat and it's a threat to the ego so the person's left exposed they've got nothing to go to that's going to make them feel better so the ego steps in makes sense and when you look at this you might think okay there's something going on for this girl that she needs to change. We, we now know she doesn't need to get rid of her ego. Her ego is giving her valuable information. The actual problem is the way she feels about herself. The, the, it's not even the fact that she's using food to mask how she feels about herself. You could just give her a bag of lettuce instead of a bag of you know crisps or chips or whatever (laughs) like it's still a bag of food but that's not the food that she wants the actual problem is how she feels about herself that she's trying to mask okay so just take a minute with that if that resonates with you that has resonated with me for sure um you know it's sometimes it's a really pivotal thing to understand and just give yourself a moment to recognize that if that's you that's what's happening below the surface she's got a belief that she's not good enough her 
answer to that problem is to numb herself with food. She takes the food away because she's on a diet, therefore it's just her and the problem. Her brain steps in quickly and helps her to self-sabotage so she can go back to normal and feel better, ultimately feel better, not in the long term, but in the short term. So in order for us to stop the ego from doing this, from jumping in and self-sabotaging, it's not that we need to stop the ego, it's that we need to first address what's going on for us, that is making our new behaviour feel uncomfortable and feel unsafe. What is it that's happening that that's making us feel threatened or feel exposed? In this example, pretty simple example, you've you've taken the food away. So next time it comes up, she doesn't have comfort food to rely on. But it can happen in so many different areas of life. So it's when we take the new action, we don't want the ego to go into alarm mode and try and stop us. And for the woman who's unhappy in food has become her comfort and has become her crutch, she needs to look at what's making her unhappy and address that. So congratulations, girls. I've just given you, for some of you, this was the biggest aha moment for me. When you're working and sabotaging yourself around weight and food, it's not about the food. It's not about the food. It's not about the, the things that you're eating and the wrong carbohydrates or the, any of that stuff. It's about how you feel about yourself. And until you feel about good enough about yourself that you don't need to look for a source of comfort to numb your feelings, until you have that, you're just going to be in that cycle of of starving yourself and feeling horrendous and then judging yourself for failing again. This is not a weight loss show by any means, but I this is certainly something I have addressed successfully with my self-sabotage. So there you go. She needs to look at what's making her unhappy and address it so she can get back to a, a life that is aligned with her highest good. Like that's what we're looking to do here. So that she doesn't feel that way anymore. She won't need that crutch anymore. She won't need to stuff her feelings down with a KFC. You know, <laughs> she, she won't need to do that because her new way of approaching weight loss is not going to leave her feeling unhappy and exposed. If she can work on how she feels about herself and she can remove all of the, and that's a, it's, it's a whole process for sure, but she can give herself some much needed self-love and acceptance and approval. And she can remove all of those triggers that are coming up for her that are showing her that she's in her mind, not good enough and just trying to numb them out with food to make her better. Once she's got rid of all of that stuff, she's limitless. She's limitless because there is nothing in her brain that's holding her back and that is everything. She won't feel unhappy anymore. She will feel happy because she now loves herself. She now feels good about herself. She has now nurtured herself through the process, and she's now taking action in the direction of the body and the health and the life and the experience that she knows that she deserves instead of she doesn't believe that she deserves big difference right when you change the way that you feel about yourself the actions that you take take on a totally different meaning so this is big stuff right 
Okay, so let's look at a different example. So I know a lot of the women listening to this are in business. I used an example on the last episode of somebody who's putting a couple of posts out there and advertising her stuff and no one responds to her Facebook post about her new program and she gets really down and she's like, she might even shed some tears and nobody loves me, nobody wants me, nobody wants to work with me, etc. So that's that's quite typical of somebody who's quite new, but this, if you're in business and you're trying to move your business forward, this can apply to you if you're you're just thinking about starting a business and then you 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 decide to go and then you you hold yourself back. You actually put a post out and then you hold yourself back. You sell half a program instead of sell out a program and then you just beat yourself up for it, like being there. You know, you want to sign some new clients and you're hearing crickets, nobody's coming through and you're getting really down on yourself. All of these things apply. So, so let's use the example of the woman who's trying to move her business forward. She's got a new program. She feels good about it. She wants to sell it. She's new to business. She's not really sold much or anything before. So she puts a post out and she puts maybe one or two posts out there to advertise a service, tell everyone about her wonderful new program. She hears nothing back. Nobody, like maybe one or two people like it. No one's paid for it no one's clicked on the link nobody's asked her any questions and she gets really down and then what happens she probably starts to think oh my god this is useless oh my god why does nobody want to buy from me am I just kidding myself with this I've just put this out there publicly in front of people I've really embarrassed myself I can't do this not even one person like how am I ever supposed to move forward in business how embarrassing and she concludes this is too difficult it's so painful and she's embarrassed so she removes the post she takes the post down pretends it never happened and hides probably again netflix (laughs) like just numbs herself out girls fyi if you are in business and you are saying yep that's me have done this i'm going through this right now we've all been there I can't tell you how many times I've posted something and then deleted it, just deciding that I was useless and pathetic and the universe did not want me to be in business and clearly I was manifesting that. You know, like, give your people some time to to read and respond. But hey, so if this is happening for this woman, what does she need? She needs to address what this is bringing up for her, how she feels, and change the memories and the painful experiences that are happening in her mind. So here's the thing. You post something, you put yourself out there in a new way, and nothing happens that isn't really a problem for the ego. That's not manageable until the nothing happens part. When you don't get any response, and you are looking at what's going on there, what stories are you telling yourself? What do you make that mean in your head? What conclusions are you coming to? Those are the beliefs that are running the show. That's the danger zone. When you start running those scripts in your head, this isn't good. I'm not good at this. This isn't working. Nobody wants to buy from me. I'm not meant to do this. My program is rubbish, blah, 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 blah. What does the ego do? Oh, panic, threat. Must keep her safe best thing she can do to keep herself safe 
pretend it never happened. It's going to encourage you to, your brain's going to go crazy with all these thoughts like, oh, just take the post down. How embarrassing. Don't even want to talk about that. Don't want to tell anybody else about it. Just forget it. I'm not going to launch this thing. Let's pretend it never happened. Okay. That's what the brain's going to do. So again, she needs to address it. Why is she thinking all these thoughts? It's because probably she's putting herself out there and she's feeling really vulnerable to be seen. This is a big thing for female entrepreneurs. Being seen is really a visibility thing is is a big deal. And the reason it's such a big deal for, for many people is that they don't want to be judged. Like being seen is not just being seen, it's being judged. It's being put it's putting yourself out there for judgment, for people's opinions. And the internet can be a harsh place sometimes. And if all of that stuff is happening in the background and and it's something that someone's really scared of, then of course it's going to feel much safer to remove the thing that's the trigger, as in the post that no one's responding to and say, do you know what? Let's just pretend it didn't happen. It's too scary. I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be out there. I don't want to be seen. I just want to hide. So she needs to address where this has come from, why she feels this way and change the memories and change the painful experiences in her mind. At what point in her life, and this might be you, were you told that you wouldn't amount to anything or were you told that you should be seen and not heard, that your voice didn't matter? Or did you, did you come up and say and do something and like put your best work out there and it still wasn't good enough? This stuff is running the show. I know it's really deep and it's painful and that's why I really advocate you work with a coach on this. When you really get to the crux of it, you will understand that it's just part of the process. You don't need to feel worthless or embarrassed or overwhelmed or any of these things, any of these feelings that are happening for you that are allowing you to then take the action of just forget it. I'm not going to try anymore. This is too hard. It's uncomfortable. The biggest piece of, of self-sabotage right there. You won't, you won't do that anymore because the ego won't have a reason to step in and convince you to quit and go back to your safe life because the ego doesn't perceive a threat anymore. If the ego doesn't perceive a threat, it means you've worked on the stuff that's going on in the background that has been holding you back up until now. That doesn't need to hold you back anymore because you've changed the beliefs. You've given yourself some much needed self-love. You've figured out what it is that you are doing that is stopping you from being able to be the woman you want to be and the person that you want to be you figured it out you figured out what what is really at the crux of all the actions that you're trying to take that aren't seemingly just not working and not happening you've now figured out why that is and once you've got that imagine how limitless you are if you know why something's happened, you've worked on it and it's not an issue anymore, then you can go through all of these processes without being like hitting that stumbling block anymore. I hope that makes sense. So I just want to leave you with something really, really 
important to remember in this process. And that is that everything that you are living and everything that you are doing right now in your life is something that you once did not know how to do. Something that you once maybe dreamed of, something that you thought would never be that for you, something you thought you would never get to. And you didn't have the experience of it. So it was completely new and it was probably quite scary. Every obstacle that you have faced so far, you have overcome because you're still here, okay? Remember what the ego's primary purpose is, is to keep us alive and keep us safe. Well, you're still here. So you're doing pretty good. Like none of these things need to be that scary or seem impossible, but they can. And when you get to the crux of what it is that is holding you back in that place, what beliefs are running the show, and you work on them and you you nurture yourself through them, that's when you really get to just allowing them to evaporate so they don't come up for you anymore. So that is your homework for this episode. Have a look at these patterns for yourself. Have a look at what has happened for you previously in these situations where you have self-sabotaged the homework that you did for the last episode and then really look at what beliefs are running the show. What need are you meeting when you allow self-sabotage to happen? And what I mean by that is if it feels almost impossible to do something or if it feels really difficult for you to work your way through an action to get it to the place that you want to get it to, like where you've lost the weight or where you've built the business or whatever, whatever is happening there, what's it bringing up for you? What does that trigger point that you've identified actually make you feel? And it will probably make you feel a lack of something, a lack of comfort, a lack of love, a lack of security, a lack of self-worth. It's like big stuff. It's deep stuff usually. But there's a need that is not being met. In the, the case of the, the girl who's overweight and her self-image is overweight and unattractive and she, she numbs herself out with food, the need that is not being met for her is, is love. She doesn't feel good about herself. So she looks for love in food. She looks for comfort in food. In the case of the woman who's trying to move her business forward, she puts stuff out there and then she hears nothing back and then she retreats. The trigger point for her is is the silence. She needs approval. She's looking for approval and she's not receiving it and it's too much for her when she doesn't receive it. So she's retreating back. Does that make sense? So I want you to really, really look at this for yourself. And if it's something that you feel like you need further help with, you know where I am. Like I say, I'm going to put the links here in the show notes so you can apply for a call to um, to find out about working with me. If you're ready to work with a coach to get you to the next level, then we can talk about that. So there you go. I hope that was helpful for you, my loves. I have pretty much put everything that I've learned in the last really intensively in the last year and all my lifetime of experience into two podcast episodes here there is so much more that I can say and so much more that I can do but um some of it it just has to be reserved for specific scenarios with private clients when they bring up specific situations otherwise if I was to go through every scenario I could think of we would be here forever but 
let me know how this was for you and if this gets you to an aha moment that gets you to change a belief that gets you to take action and follow through for the first time in your life on something you really want to do then congratulations to you because that's really the goal that is would make me the happiest podcaster in the world to hear that you've done that so please share your experience with me and as always I will speak to you next week I love you lots and take care Bye-bye.